deliver this morning's message. Assisting in the worship service today is the organist Mrs. Susan Sinniger and the acolyte is Caitlin Clybaker. Today's radio broadcast is being sponsored by funds donated to the radio ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church and dedicated to the glory of God. He is risen. What a wonderful day it is today. These are the ones who brave the sunrise service. You guys are um, actually uh, joining me in a first. I have never been in my life to a sunrise service. So this is a first for me. And I think my microphone's on now. Maybe it is. Um, so yeah, so this is a first for me. So I'm excited about this. And we'll see how we do today. Okay. Um, Lessons for that this morning are printed in the back of your bulletin, so you have those there. Uh, please also join us for our breakfast that is following the service today, immediately afterwards at 7.30. We'll go ahead and pray for that breakfast uh, when we get done with the service here this morning. Okay. Uh, just a few announcements <clears throat> before we begin with our service today. First of all... Uh, we, enjoy, we invite you to join us for Sunday school and Bible class every Sunday morning at 845. And if you are in need of nursery care this morning, just go outside of these doors and hang, hang a left. And it is in the small chapel that is just on that wing. And let's see, our next council meeting is coming up on April the 23rd at 7 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. The voters meeting is May 7th in the Fellowship Hall. And I don't think there's anybody back there right now, but for the 10 o'clock service, uh, the Trinity Lutheran School CDs are for sale in the Narthex for $5, and all the proceeds go to the Tornado Shelter Project, uh, and also Springfield Cardinals tickets are for sale as well. You get a free hat with the purchase of each ticket. So with that, let's begin our worship today with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we are so very thankful for this day. Certainly, Lord, this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, what an incredible and amazing and awesome and wonderful and loving thing that you have done for us. We thank you, Lord, that it is through your resurrection that all of those who have gone before us, all those who have died in the faith before us, that they too have the resurrection to look forward to. That all of us, Lord, who are, who are still here on this side of heaven, Lord, we too have the resurrection to look forward to. On that final day, Lord, when there will be no more pain or suffering or mourning or crying, Lord, you will have made everything new. And so we thank you, Lord. We, we thank you for this Easter Sunday, for this Resurrection Sunday, in which you are indeed risen, and you, and you will continue to stay that way for the end of time. And now, Lord, we pray that you would give us a zeal this morning for your house of worship here. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And so we stand with our call to worship. Please rise. <clears throat> This is the day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. We sing our opening hymn, Morning Breaks Upon 
the tomb. of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy. Because he inclined his ear to me. Therefore I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompass me. The pains of Sheol lay hold on me. I suffer distress and anguish. Then I call on the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. 
this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise. Let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Please be seated. We will be singing. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that, Susan. We will be singing uh, in Awake My Heart with Gladness. We will be singing verses 1 through 4 only. Verses 1 through 4. The Old Testament reading for this Easter morning, sorry, the first lesson for this Easter morning is taken from Acts chapter 10. 
Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly I understand that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, the Lord, his, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and made him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who have been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be the judge of the living and the dead. To him, all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. This is the word of our Lord. We continue with the gradual that is found in your bulletin. Christ entered once for all into the holy places by means of his own blood. Thus securing an eternal redemption. Therefore he is the mediator of a new covenant. So that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. The epistle lesson is taken from Colossians chapter 3. <clears throat> the Apostle Paul writes this. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died. And your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. This is the word of our Lord. Please rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. <clears throat> the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 28th chapter. Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. 
This is the gospel of our Lord. We confess together the words of our Christian faith this morning, and we do so using the Nicene Creed that is found printed on the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in one God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures, and ascended to heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and Son together is worshipped and glorified, who with the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Hymn of the day is Jesus Christ Has Risen Today, number 457 in the Lutheran Service Book.
Christ is risen. Please be seated. Will you all pray with me, please? Dear God, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this Easter morning from God our Father and to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. It could be said that the first evidence of the resurrection was probably not in a place that you would expect to find it. If we go back to Matthew chapter 27, this is right after Jesus died. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rock split. The tombs broke open and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Have you ever wondered why the curtain was torn in two? Up until actually just a few years ago, I did not know. But I found out, and it's awesome why the curtain of the temple was torn in two. You see, up until this moment, up until the moment in which the Son of God breathes his last, and he gives up his spirit, and he dies, the place where you will find God is in the temple. You will find him in the holy of holies, the, the holiest of holies. For that is where he resided. That is where he lived, going all the way back to the time of the Old Testament. You see, you didn't find him anywhere else. You found him there, or certainly sitting, at, uh, um, sitting atop of the Ark of the Covenant. And then Jesus dies. And at that moment, the curtain of the temple where God had been residing was then torn in two. And we know why that is from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. The Apostle Paul says this, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God. You are not your own, you were bought at a price, therefore honor God with your body. And we can say this because of Acts chapter 2, in which Jesus said that they would receive the Holy Spirit, and they did. They were able to speak the gospel, the good news about Jesus in other languages, languages that they had no idea how to speak of before, but through the Spirit's power, they were able to spread the gospel to others because they had received the Holy Spirit because the dwelling place of God was now with men. If that doesn't give you chills, I don't know what can. That's incredible. God had been residing in one place, the Holy of Holies. Jesus dies, his own son, 
The curtain of the, of the temple was torn in two to show us that the dwelling place of God is no longer in the temple, but it's inside of me and it's inside of you. That's what the resurrection means. According to Revelation chapter 21, we see this again. It's so cool how the Bible just interprets itself. Revelation 21, verse 3, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them, and he will be their God. Also from verse 6, He said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Where have we heard Jesus say that before? Sounds an awful lot like it is finished. When Jesus died upon Calvary's cross, the work in which he came to do had been completed. It had been finished. And that's why he said it. And really, we are to look upon his work on the cross, in the same way that we look upon whenever somebody becomes a baptized child of the Heavenly Father. It is, it is God's down payment upon our lives. Because the final consummation to come is when it will be done. When everything will be done. And God, through His Son, will have put everything on this side of heaven, earth back to the way that it was supposed to be. It's really quite amazing if you think about the entire story of the Bible beginning at the very beginning of time with Adam and Eve. The, two, the first two humans that God ever created, he made them to be perfect. He made, them to be, he made them to be like him, made in his image. They had no reason to, to doubt anything. They had no reason to question anything that God had done or that God had made. They were in perfect harmony and, and in union with him. And then, of course, the fall happens. The serpent deceives Eve, who then gives the fruit to Adam, and he eats of it, and the, the world that we live in now is the result of that. A world that is full of chaos and sin and darkness and death and illness, where there is mourning, where there is crying, where there is pain. But then he sends his son. And keep in, in mind also, a very important point, actually, that Jesus was not, has never been, will never be God's plan B. Jesus was the plan from the very beginning of time. He didn't just send these judges and these kings and all of these other people because he knew that they would succeed, because he knew that they wouldn't. He sent them because his sinful people wanted those people. Send us people to lead us, they said. So God did. And the only reason why he sent those people to his people was to point them towards the Messiah, who was to come. And so he came, and he lived, and he taught, and he preached, and he healed diseases, 
He performed wondrous miracles that really proved to everybody, well, it should have proven to everybody that he was God, that he was the Messiah, and he was the one who was to come. And then he died. And the disciples, those closest to him, even though he told them days before that this was going to happen to him, they didn't expect it really to happen. I guess perhaps they thought, well, maybe he means something else, or, or surely not this. I mean, I mean, even Peter himself says, no, Lord, this will never happen to you. And then Jesus says, no, Satan, get behind me, for you do not have on your mind the things of God, but the things of men. And so Jesus comes, and he dies. He declares to the entire world that his work is finished. And the curtain of the temple is torn in two. At that moment, the dwelling place of God is now with his creation. A down payment for the final consummation of all things that is to come. In our backyard, I'm, I'm sure that a lot of you know, there's a grapevine in the back. How many of you have seen that before? Some of you have seen that? Nobody's seen it? Okay. Well, when you, when you leave here, if you want, go outside and go around there and you will see this grape vine. Just a few weeks ago, that sucker looked dead. I didn't see anything on it. I thought for sure, as a matter of fact, I talked to somebody, I, thought, I believe I, I talked to Edith about it, and I said, you know, are we going to get that out of there? Because that thing's dead. You know what I noticed yesterday? It's blooming. And it's starting to turn green. What an amazing image that that, that, that grapevine that looked dead, that looked all nasty and gnarled up and just didn't look like it was worth anything, is now beginning to bloom. And I, I haven't lived here long enough yet to know what it's going to look like when it's, when, when it's finally done. But I'm sure that it will look very much alive. And so what is finished? What is finished is no more pain. No more ugliness. No more crying or weeping or mourning or cancer or broken relationships or anything of the sort. Because on the final day, this will all be true. And this will all happen. And until then, he gives us his down payment, the down payment that we receive in the waters of holy baptism, where we receive new life every day. New life, a, a brand new clean slate every single day. You've heard me say this before, but it's almost like God sort of wraps you back up in a wrapper, and every day he opens you and you're brand new. With no sin, with, with, with no blemishes, with nothing of the sort. Because when Christ died, when he declared that it is finished, when the curtain of the temple was torn in two, he removed completely your sin and mine from the sight of God. 
think about this. Every day that you live, we, we know that on this side of heaven that we do sin and will continue to do so until the final day. But think about this. Because of what Christ did, because of what his son did for you and for me, every day God does not see your sin. He can't see it. He can't see you as a sinful creation. And the reason for it is because you're covered in the blood of Christ. And he has made you whiter than snow. And that's how he sees you. Every single day, every single breath that you take, every moment of this life here on this side of heaven that you live, that is the only way that Jesus, I'm sorry, that God the Father sees you. Perfect, just as his son is perfect. And finally, the the down payment doesn't, doesn't stop just with the waters of baptism. Jesus says in the last chapter of Matthew, chapter 28, he is about to ascend into heaven. And he says, and truly I will be with you always to the very end of the age. He's with us here. We know that. For as the Apostle Paul says, if you have been baptized, you also have been crucified with Christ, and Christ now lives in you. Anybody guess where else he is? I'll give you a hint. It's right up there. What an an amazing thing that he gives to us. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Now, we will not be participating in the sacrament here in this service, but later at the 10 o'clock service, we will be. He's here. He is here. He has risen just as he said, and through his body and through his blood, he is with us and will be with us to the very end of the age. Until the final day. As crazy as it sounds, until the final day, communion and the font, it won't be necessary anymore because we will be with him, because we will be in the physical presence of Jesus, who still has the scars in his his hands and in his feet. He will always have those scars, but they are marks of what he has done for you and for me. Truly it is finished. Truly his work has been completed. And now we wait. We wait until the final day when we will be with him in eternal paradise in heaven. He is risen. Hallelujah. Amen. this time we will collect our tithes and offerings. In the pew on the aisle ends, there is a red book, a sign-in book. Uh, If you would please fill that out so that we know that you were here with us. And then the person who gets it on the ends, please send it back to the middle. And then the, the person who is sitting on the inside aisles, please tear out that top sheet so the elders can come around and pick it up after worship. So with that, we collect our tithes and offerings. Thank you. 
Trinity's Adult Bible Class meets at 9 a.m. each Sunday in the cafeteria and fellowship hall of the school. Men's Bible Study meets each Wednesday morning at 6.30 a.m. in the chapel. The Mount Vernon Ladies Bible Study Group will not meet until after Easter. Additional study groups include, include Ladies Tuesday Evening Bible Study at 7 p.m. at the home of Tony Oberman. Ladies Afternoon Bible Study meets the first and third Mondays at 1 p.m. For more information regarding the Bible study groups, contact the church office at 235-7300. The Lutheran Hour is our church's witness in the public marketplace. Hear the Lutheran Hour message each Sunday on the following stations. At 6.30 a.m. on KTXRFM 101.3 Springfield, at 9.30 a.m. on KKOWAM 860 Pittsburgh, Kansas, and at 12.30 p.m. on KRUM-FM 100.3 FM, Rogers, Arkansas. Visit online at www.lutheranhour.org to learn about the Inspirational Lutheran Hour Ministries program or visit www.lhm.org. Any questions regarding the Lutheran Hour may be addressed by calling the church office at 417 235 7300. We will now rejoin the congregation for prayers. After each portion of our prayers this morning, it, it, I will end with Christ the Lord is risen today, and your response is Alleluia. From the darkness of the grave, blood poured out, a crown of thorns, Christ the Lord is risen today. Alleluia. From the triumph that is won over the power and fear of death, Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah. Walking from the empty tomb, opening wide the gates of life, Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah. Lord of life, you defeated death to show that we can rise from all that binds us to the world. Pride, envy, anger, fear. The debt of sin holds us here. Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah. Lord of life, who defeated death, to demonstrate a love that is beyond our understanding, that reaches out even to me, saving grace to all who hear. Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah. Lord of life, we pray for all who bring your word of life as a light to those in the darkness, 
for those who bring your word of peace, to those enslaved by fear, for those who bring your word of love, to those in need of comfort, Lord of love and Lord of peace, Lord of resurrection life, be known through our lives and through your power. Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that Easter is not about a people, but all people. That your love and your salvation are for all who confess with voices, hearts, and lives that the tomb is empty because Jesus is risen. That we might know forgiveness, that lives might be reborn, and your name glorified now and for eternity. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray the prayer that our Lord gave us. Our Father, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And so now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Please be seated. We will sing our closing hymn, O Sons and Daughters of the King, number 470, verses 1 through 4.
again, thank you for all of you who came to our sunrise service this morning. Uh, I pray that your time was a blessed one, and now we have the chance to eat breakfast, which is great, because the only thing I've had to eat today is half of a granola bar. So we're going to have, have some breakfast. So let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for our time of worship that we have had here this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you are truly with us always, even to the very end of the age. That, Lord, that the dwelling place of God is now with men, and it will always be. And so, Lord, we thank you for the food that we are about to eat. Thank you, Lord, for the hands that made it. And we pray, Lord, that it would go to the nourishment of our bodies, Lord, and our bodies to your service. In the name of Jesus, we pray all of these things. Amen. Have a very blessed Easter Sunday. Please come back for the 10 o'clock service if you are able to, and I look forward to seeing everybody then. It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with the members of Trinity at 10 a.m. this morning. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on KBL FM 95.9 in Aurora, Missouri or www.freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Darren Shane and we now return you to the studios of KKBL.